Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's Mike show. You might be mocking me or you might be staunchly agreeing with me. I can't tell. I'm mocking you. And the Bulldog. What is Fozzie Bear's role in this production? On WGR Sports Radio 550. Going to talk to Trista Crick here, which uh, has me thinking about the bet board that we have here in the studio. And it's it's packed. I mean, there's mm-hmm. not a lot going on there. The, not a lot of room there to, to add bets. But did, did you realize you're two games away from a win in one of these? Um... Yes. Mayfield, right? Yes, right. Mayfield. Bulldog and Zach have a bet from when? Like the offseason? That Baker Mayfield would start two more playoff games in his career. I well, don't even think it was this offseason. I feel like it was last offseason. It was. It was when he was still in Carolina or when they okay. first got him. Okay. That's been, up, that's been up there a while. Yeah. Well, if they win Sunday they'll, against Carolina – a revenge game. They'll be in the playoffs. They will host Philadelphia or Dallas, probably Philadelphia. And if they win that game and he doesn't get hurt, that that's two. I'm home free. Yep. That's two. That's I two, didn't realize Trista. that bet was with you, Zach. I, I, I guess I didn't. I, I had a hard that 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 one is kind of faded. Yeah, I, I didn't board. want it. That's why I don't know. Okay. If, All right. I I didn't want it. So that's right. uh, high drama here at the Super Bowl. Uh, On the line is the host of BetMGM tonight and Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. And be sure to check out the BetMGM Tonight podcast for more of Trista's analysis. Just search BetMGM wherever you find your podcast. I, for one, have not checked my BetMGM app yet today because I had Alabama and I don't want to see the number, Trista. The balance. That's rough, man. How much did you put on Alabama? How many units? 50. You 50 know, units? I'll survive. 50 units. Money line. 50 units? 50 yes. 50 units? No, dollars. $50. Is your, $50. Is your unit size a dollar? Units. No is, way. Isn't a unit a dollar? How should yeah, I? How? No. That's, how, that's how we've always Look done it, Tristan, but we're not, we're not that unit, hip. <laughs> yeah, a unit is your standard bet amount. 
Oh, okay. Well, oh. then. Two... Is your standard bet amount $50? Because then you might be a degenerate. No, my standard is, which is, I mean, I don't do a lot of this. I like to talk about it and look at the numbers. My standard is like 20 bucks. So if okay. I like a game. Then, yeah, it's going to change. Two and a half two and units. Half, yes, two and a half <laughs> units. There we go. I didn't know this. So what you're telling us is if, if my, my normal bet is, t- is 10 bucks. So yeah. that's one unit? Yes. yes. Okay. If what you normally put on is just a standard everyday bet is 10 bucks, and your unit size is 10 bucks. All right. What's yours? What's yours? <laughs> it's 25. 25. Quarter. Yeah. All right. It's it and that it's gone up from twenty, but that's because when you have minus one ten numbers, I just don't like getting back less than twenty dollars. You do twenty so, two? Yeah, sometimes I'll do I'll, that. I well. do that every time. Minus one, I'll do twenty two. Maybe that's my unit. Um, yeah, probably. That's probably what it is. Then we're narrowing it down. I'm still not a hundred percent clear, but I, I'm getting closer. So at that. At at worst, well, it was two units on Alabama. I don't know why you put money on them. I shouldn't have. Well, I know that I, now. I, I liked them yesterday, too, uh, mostly because you just don't see them as an underdog. Yeah. Nick says you know, as an so, underdog. That was a common trope. That was a commonly yeah. discussed piece. Hopefully you guys put money on Washington plus three and a half, though. That was the easiest bet in bowl season. Do you root I, for Washington, by the way, if yeah. I may ask? Say that again? Do you root as an Oregon Gal, do you root for Washington? Do you do you like root against them? I mean, I'm rooting for them now because it's the last of the Pac-12, and I want to mm-hmm. see Pac-12 teams do well. And you know, if we do well in bowl season, that's I think just good for our conference. But in general, there's no teams really that we hate more right, uh, right. in conference play than Washington. It's I have loved them all year. Like every time I've turned them on, Penix is just awesome to watch and Odunze, like they they're a super fun team to watch and I'm excited that they made the made the championship game. Yeah, they're in the trenches they've been really good too. I think that that's something that's not really been talked about enough. I think Pac-12 in general is, you know, a lot more light uh endurance sort of type of player in the trenches versus like Big Ten and SEC. They get those boys that eat corn and probably all kinds of other things. You know, they're just like eating potatoes and, and roast <laughs> beef and, you know, like they're just, oh, yeah, like I can sled 700 pounds, you know, and Oregon for a long time wanted linemen who could play fast and do a bunch of different things. And then whenever we played teams from other conferences, we got bullied. And that was kind of the – the mark on on all Pac-12 play, except for maybe USC did a little bit differently that in the Pete Carroll days. But yeah, I, I think in general, Michael Penix and Washington have been just all around good fun to watch pretty much all year long. You saw it early on last night too. It was like play action, five plays in the game, seventy plus yards, and you're like, yep, that's that's uh, Michael Penix back to where he uh, he right where he left right where he left off. Well, can I ask this question? Okay, so Washington was the best bet of the day, and I should have been on, we should have been on Michigan. Both games were pretty close, though. I mean, Alabama, I, I watched the fourth quarter of that game. You've got the the dropped punt by Michigan that could have been disastrous, but it wasn't. You know, that wasn't something you would, like, have expected to have happen. For, they have fourth down on that drive, down seven. Game goes to overtime. I don't know. It didn't feel like I got robbed, I guess. It doesn't feel like you got robbed if you would have, I think, 
it wouldn't have covered. I, it, either way, wouldn't have covered. But I, I liked Alabama maybe with a point more than money line. It just didn't feel like anyone was going to beat Michigan. I don't think Washington is going to beat Michigan either. It just feels like they're the best team in the country, especially with all of the fanfare and the, you know, hoopla around sign stealing and Harbaugh and will he go, will he stay. It just kind of feels like it's written, you know. Mm-hmm. And, and it has felt like that for a while to me. And you're right. It was it was really close all the way to the end. And you could tell as soon as they Alabama kicked that field goal and made it a seven-point game, you go, this thing's going to overtime for sure. And overtime is where dogs go to die. And you had a fumble there, too. Alabama quarterback fumbled in that yep. fourth quarter when they had the lead. They can't snap the ball. That's, a, that's something I didn't know would happen. Holy cow. Herb Street bending yeah. over backwards. He must be friends with that center's family or something because he, he kept trying to, like, erase, like, oh, well, you know, the quarterback could do a better job. Like, dude, the, the snap was rolling. What do you, what do you want? Boom. Yeah. Sorry. Also, don't mean to change topics, but I thought of you guys about the ref show in the Lions-Cowboys game when we were talking about it, and I said, oh, you know, I just haven't felt it that much this year. I felt it a lot right then. That felt absolutely egregious. So we talked to Ross Tucker on Tuesdays as well. Bulldog and I have not talked about the end of that game yet. I wasn't here yesterday, and he wasn't with me on Sunday. I think Ross was just absolutely perfect in his analysis on what happened there. Like, everybody's just furious that the referee could make that mistake because basically, like, you, you believe the Lions. The Lions are all saying, no, we actually did it right from the moment. Um, we the, the right guy reported. But what Ross said, Trista, was if you're trying to deceive like that, you can't be too apoplectic if the refs are confused, too. Having... Three guys approach the referee for one of them to report the guy who wasn't doing it all night is eligible. A mistake, it's definitely a mistake, but it's, you know, why have three guys approach the ref? Because you want to trick Dallas. And, you know, there's a there's a limit, I think, to what should be kind of allowable in that way. That's what Ross said. You know, once we have that level of deception, the, the Lions didn't need it. And really, this is the kind of thing that shouldn't be possible. Yeah, I think that's right. I think also Dan Campbell probably after that flag was called, you know, the play was, you know, the two-point conversion was, was called back. I think you've got to go for OT there. You can't you're, – you're on your seven now. I just like stop committing to the bit. I get that you're on the road, but we all know what Dallas does, right? We know when the pressure cooker turns up what Dallas is made of, and it's not steel. Right, they're they're gonna fold, and so if you know Dallas, like I'm sure everyone watching TV knew, it was like let's send these boys to overtime and let's see what McCarthy cooks up, because he was he was in his reverse bag at the end of that game. It felt like he <laughs> wanted to lose it. The play calls made no sense. It's like oh boy, yeah, he's gonna find a way to lose this game to the Lions, isn't he? And he almost did. My jaw. When I thought that they converted the two-point conversion, I my jaw as a Cowboys fan was just open, and I started laughing uncontrollably, looking around like I cannot believe that happened. <laughs> I started to get, get into the idea of the Lions winning in the playoffs, which um, I don't know if I'm trying too hard there, but that I was thinking this way last week, and that game was like affirmation for me, even with how it ended. Uh, now, if everybody wins this week, a second round game between Detroit and Dallas would go would be in Dallas and it would have been the other way 
Or it would have been Philadelphia, actually, in, in first place in the division had the Cowboys lost there. With Trista Crick. So, week 18, Trista. I mean, Bill's Dolphins is maybe an exception to what the slate looks like with as many games as there are where at least one team looks like it doesn't have motivation. It feels like a trap for me. I think other years, this game should go a certain way because one team needs to win and the other doesn't. I would not want to lean into that in Week 18 because I bet if you looked it up, you would find you know, lots of examples where somebody's an 11-point favorite because they're eliminated and they win outright or something like that. We had a famous example of this here in 2004. So um, I don't know. Do you have a certain philosophy when it comes to the final week? I think a lot of teams like playing spoiler. You saw that last year with the Lions and, and Green Bay, right? And Green Bay needed that win. And, and you saw, okay, like maybe they'll just go ahead and get it because what do the Lions have to really play right. for? Spoiler. And I think especially divisional rivalries, you have to watch that 100% as well. Like I, I like playing, though, looking at player incentives and looking at, you know, how many catches do they need in order to win, you know, to make $250,000 or $500,000 mm-hmm. and finding the, the stats that are actually doable, right? Not like, oh, so-and-so needs 240 more receiving yards, but like Chris Jones needs a half a sack. To, win, to earn $1.25 million. Like, I think that's a, a good bet, right? You've got DeAndre Hopkins needs 49 yards for a million dollars and seven cash, catches for $250,000. So I like that. Like, Dalton Schultz needs four catches for $250,000. Um, Levante David needs a half a sack for $150,000. So there's ones that are like definitely Jadavion Clowney half a sack for almost a million dollars, seven hundred fifty thousand dollars. So those ones are ones I think are probably more quote unquote sure things because it's so coachable. You know, all you have to do is feed that player. You can just kind of that's a better bet I think than the, the side or the total. I have two questions on this. One, is there a website where you can go to find all of that? I mean, without searching individual players on like spot track or something. And, and, and two, um, how, how aggressively do the bookmakers pay attention to the, they, they, the, it must affect the lines, uh, like the, you know, for sacks in a game and receptions and that kind of stuff. Right. Well, I think that's a big misconception, uh, because the amount that, of resources that Vegas puts into player props is is quite simply very little. A, a lot of times it's just the average of their season stats in terms of catches and in terms of yards, but also, you know, they'll adjust that for the total as well. So say, you know, they average, say Tyreek averages, we'll call it seven catches, but the totals, you know, 54. 54 or something like maybe they make make that seven and a half catches instead of six and a half catches that's just for example so it's a lot less scientific and their algorithms are not nearly as sophisticated for props i'm sure they will be at some point but the the amount of players playing i don't think that they have enough resources to do that so yeah you can go on i'll send you some info i'll I'll go offline and i'll send you that there's a there is a website though there's a couple of them that you can look up especially in fantasy embedding what do you how do you feel about bills dolphins bills minus three i like bills i think well we i've I've said this guys we're right back where we started (laughs) we're right back baby like this is now 
The Dolphins, we know when they play a good team, what happens? They don't win. You could say, well, Dolphins beat the Cowboys. That's just what I feel about the Cowboys, too. They're not a good team either. They're the same team. It's just who wants to lose more. I think Bills by a million. It, the line moved toward the Bills after Sunday's games. I saw Miami favored by a point and a half in the look ahead and then to three. Yes. Is three suspicious? I mean, if it's so clear? Uh, I mean, it is in Miami, right? So yes. I think that's that's a, a, something that you could say is, is suspicious. But you've got Jalen Waddle out, and he's not going to play until the playoffs. And – You've got a very hungry Bills team. Yeah, maybe you just want to do money line. Maybe you just want to see how the line moves. Maybe Miami will take some money as well. Maybe you can get a two and a half. Maybe you buy a two and a half. But I like I like the Bills a lot in this spot. What about betting this weekend if you are a Bills fan and you've got your emotions tied up here? Could be the difference between home games in the playoffs and not making the playoffs at all. That scenario is where they don't make it at all, is if Pittsburgh wins against Baltimore on Saturday, Jacksonville wins its game at Tennessee, and the Bills lose in Miami, then they're out. And, and Houston and and, uh, and Indy don't tie. And that game does not end in a tie. So <laughs> I'm not sure what you could do with that, but um, are, are you somebody, would you, I, I'm going to just sort of tee you up here, Trista, because I bet there are people who are betting on that parlay, Steelers, Jaguars, Dolphins, to hedge, right? Oh, I'm I'm sure that there are. Those people are preying on our downfall. We don't want we don't want those people. That could be an emotional hedge, I guess, if you're a Bills fan and you're praying for one of the worst outcomes to not happen, then maybe okay, well, Bills to miss the playoffs, all of these things have to happen in synchrony, so I'll bet on them and if I if the worst case scenario happens then I make money. I just I don't love that uh strategy personally. But no, I can uh, see why somebody would. I uh, just there's too many things to root for there. That's what I thought you would say. Like I don't respect this, right? Go go bet on your team if it's if it's emotional. I have a friend who's asking in a text thread, "How much money would you spend on the Bills getting in or something?" And he showed a parlay ticket of those three te- Pittsburgh, Jacksonville, Miami. He's like, "I'll I'll Spend $300 on this. I'm willing to spend $300 to get my team into the playoffs. Right. So, you know, there it is. Well, I'm going to break a little news. If you guys do get home field advantage, I will be back. All right. I have already secured some Mm. tickets to come back to Buffalo. And maybe, just maybe, I'll get to meet Bulldog in person because you won't have some sort of pre-existing we're going to go to bed, bath, and beyond. I don't know if we'll have time scenario. Maybe he'll I be will, out of I, feelings. I will, make, I will make every effort. Uh, lock it in. I will make sure it happens. I just, I don't know. Is it advisable for you to come back here after the way the Bengal playoff game went? We know what the Bengals are. Now. They've got your number. It is not anything to do with me. Let's just hope that the weather's better, really. This feels like a milder winter, does it not? It was like 50 degrees oh, yesterday. Dude, yeah. Yes. I don't know what the temperature is now, but it's colder than it's been in a while. And I just went out to get the mail and was like, ah, winter! But it's 30. <laughs> right, right. It's, it's like not even anything. Yeah. I think, it was, I think it was 13 or something that day, and it was snowing and, like, wind and the snow kind of melted and re-iced again. 
and it never <laughs> stopped coming down. So I will, I will come back. I will make sure that I book my hotel properly because I booked the hotel for the wrong weekend, and then I had to sweet talk the hotel into giving me my room, which was a whole thing. But <laughs> so yeah, fingers crossed for for our bill. Right. Would, would it be the first my, weekend? Like ne- be- next weekend? We'll have to see what the matchups are. I think that that's yes. the critical piece. You can get Kansas City in week two in uh, the divisional round, right? All I right. like that. Yes. Fun. Good New Year, Trista. Great New Year. Made some banana bread. I got a stand nice. mixer for Christmas again with the bananas. I'm back. back in, you go. I know it's it's our thing, but it was it was incredible. Gave it to some uh, some neighbors. My neighbor across the street made. Homemade sourdough, one of the most beautiful mm. loaves of sourdough I've ever seen in my life. So, yeah, it was good. It was very low-key. My sister-in-law makes sourdough. She has not bought bread since COVID. Wow. Right? Uh, are there nuts Are there nuts in your banana bread? No nuts. Good. Zero nuts. Good. They ruin it. They do. Like oh. wall, People put walnuts in there and stuff. Ruins it. I don't know. Oh, I, yeah. Just the banana should be... You guys know how I feel about bananas, so the banana bread must be good if I'm eating it. I do. I, do. I yes. don't mind. I don't mind the nuts. I, I like it better without it, but I certainly won't throw it back. Just won't throw a little it back. Butter on there, good to go. But radio's the bulldog. Banana bread with nuts won't throw it back. <laughs> <laughs> New promo. Love it. <laughs> Love it. Good Lord. Now, now we're about to. The show's about to take off once we start. Using that. That's what's going to happen. Yes, we're finally going to hit our stride. It only took 20 years. 20 years of mediocre results. Now it's about to really zoom. (laughs) All these banana takes. Yes. (laughs) Trista, thank you. Good luck this week. All right, you too, guys. All right, happy new year. That was the host of BetMGM Tonight, (laughs) Odyssey Sports betting insider Trista Crick. Insider calls are presented by BetMGM. Go check out all of the latest lines today on the BetMGM app. So, yeah, I did that after we started. Bills minus three. Uh, the Steelers are favored by three and a half. First game of the weekend, Saturday, 430 in Baltimore. Presumption being no Jackson in that and game. And did you see, we, we, we got into the refs there a little bit with Trista. That crew from Saturday night is doing that Baltimore-Pittsburgh game. Yeah, I did see that. Doug Farrar is out there like hammering that guy. Brad Allen is the referee, like yep. just flatly calls him the worst referee in the league. I don't know. Is that right? Do we know that? Um, Doug would have reason to say it. I just, I, I want to bring it up with Ross too because. Yeah, for sure. I didn't know that he said that. I'd seen some of that and I I respect it, but I also don't think it's that hard. Uh, but, you know, whatever. I wasn't on the field. My bigger issue with that whole scenario was the broadcast. Like the, the rules, the rules guy is that John Perry on ESPN? Yep. yep. Like, he, he annihilated that whole scenario. Like, he was wrong three three times. And then, you know, I guess they straightened it out before they left the air, but I turned it off already. Twitter told me how badly everything got screwed up. Like, I, you know, I, I had no idea. But he's over here like, well, it's illegal touching, and he's uh, it's illegal formation, and it's illegal man downfield. So pick, pick any penalty you want. And then, you know, 20 minutes later, I'm sifting through social media going, okay, none of that was right. 
and you're mm. the rules analyst? Like, what What are we doing Every here? week, the rules analyst doesn't what seem to know the rules. What are we doing here? Every week. And that wasn't even like a, like, a, like you know, well, did, did the ball hit the ground? Like, analyzing whether a fumble is going to be overturned or something. This was, like, the rules. The actual rules. And he's, like... Oh, well, he's uncovered. He shouldn't be. Oh, my God. It was just a cluster you-know-what by that guy. Not good. Maybe the rule should be enough with ineligible receivers having to check in with the referee. Just you can't do it. If you're number 68, block. Right? Just uh, why? I I, I don't know if I really want to be in, uh, in this position because, like, there's creativity in what, you have here sometimes, like yeah. the Lions did, but I'm more inclined to go the other way and say, like, if the center wants to go out for a pass, he does. You just let him go. You want to leave the middle of your line open mm. and trick them by sending him into a pass pattern? Go for it. You don't have to tell anybody. Just do it. We are at a classic impasse right here. <laughs> I just it's not a well thought out position. I just thought of it like this second, literally. You want to be a receiver? Put on some number in the 80s or 11. <laughs> But if you're 68, you have to stay in. I'm sorry. That's that's how it should be. Ross coming up at 5. Lines open for you at 803-0550. Mike Show open the Bulldog WGR. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. 